0: Hello and welcome to Mates Rate, the new podcast that's an enthralling trip down the metaphorical memory lane of movies. My name is Gascar and alongside my friend, colleague and bearded confidant Dan Kayser. Hello. Each week we will pick a theme and pull on the threads of the tapestry that makes up each of our top five movie examples in our very humble opinions of the week's selected topic. That's as far as I got. Did you write that? I wrote that. It's nice. Is it right? Yeah. Good. We'll keep it. Yay. We'll see. Okay. Um, This week, we're going to be talking about car stunts. Oh,
1: yes, please.
0: Can we? Yeah, yeah, we can. We definitely can. I think we should. I think we should. We definitely will. Do it now. I've got nothing going on. Okay. Okay. This week, we're going to be talking about car stunts. So those exciting moments in the films where they throw cars, I don't know, off of buildings, off of gorges, into other cars, upside down, you know. General car stunts.
1: Yeah, car smashy smashy. Smashy
0: smashy. Oh, I mean, go I, boom boom. To be fair, I'm not limited just to car stunts. Let's go with vehicle stunts. Yes. Okay. Okay. So we're not we're not going to be talking too much about car chases. We're just going to be talking about the very specific stunty work.
1: Yes, by those brave men and women of the movie industry.
0: Oh, and something we should mention is that we are going to be spoiling the absolute crap out of all of these films that we're going to be discussing. There's going to be plot spoilers, you know, deaths, endings, just whatever you think of, we're going to spoil them. But some of the films are over 50 years old, so that's really on you. Um, but to help you out, we're going to put a list in the description of all the films that we're going to talk about without actually spoiling anything in the description. Yeah, so if you
1: haven't seen these films, go through the list, treat yourself, do your homework, come back. And get ready to listen to what we have to say. Hmm. quite authoritative, isn't it?
0: So you've already had your spoiler alert, but just to remind you that if you don't want any of these films that we're about to talk about ruined to the hell of ruined... No, that's not a sentence.
1: If you don't want them ruined, like the memory of Rolf Harris.
0: Oh! Oh, too soon. Shouldn't have done it. <laughs> shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have done it really for all have done those years. years. I mean, you shouldn't have done it at all, Dan. So Never mind for all those years.
1: He's the Cosby but, of paedophiles.
0: Oh, that was Cosby. Oh yeah. So Dan, what what kind of what kind of makes makes a good car stunt in your opinion?
1: Um, I think it has to be practical.
0: Well, this is precisely what we're talking about. Yeah, isn't I think it? it has to be real. I don't think that I, I don't. I can't say for certain that none of mine have got CG in them. In fact, one of them definitely has some CG in it, but mm. it's not to do with the car stunt. Uh, yeah, I'm in,
1: a, I'm in a similar position.
0: So there are some examples in the films which I think just stand out as being spectacular car stunts. Either they've like taken car stuntage to a new level, or they've been innovative. They've just done something that's never been seen before. Or in one case, in mine, uh, they've broken a record. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Mm. I I think I know which one that is. Yeah.
0: Do you want to go first? No. So Dan, do you want to go first?
1: Oh yes, please.
0: Well, I think that you should then.
1: Well, thank you very much. I feel, I feel welcome. Do you?
0: Yeah. Do you feel? Do you feel like welcome in my home? And loved. Yeah, you will. You will be loved later.
1: God. Yeah. Depends how I do on this. It really does. Okay, so my first one would be uh, Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. Ah, The fantastic. original Blues Brothers from nineteen
0: eighty. Yeah. I've never we, seen the sequel. Have you?
1: Uh, I'm afraid I have. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that actually. I'll get to that. Um, There's nothing wrong with the sequel other than it's not very good. It's nowhere near as good as the original. No, no. Um, So, yes, the original film, uh, The Blues Brothers, they're on a mission from God and they are trying to save their orphanage home from going into uh, liquidation and being sold off by the church. And uh, they do this by driving across America, playing music, and generally being cool guys that are kind of on the wrong side of the law most of the time because they just don't care about the law and it culminates in a huge car chase and we've got the Bluesmobile which is this Dodge police car being chased through the streets by police cars from every state in America as they cross the country and the reason for bringing it up is that at a time it set the record, this 1980, and it set the record for the most cars destroyed in a film. You've got a record breaker too. I've got a record
0: breaker, record breaker, Cheryl... Cheryl Baker. Baker. The record breaker, Cheryl Baker.
1: Oh, oh man, it rhymes and I forgot. It does, yeah, yeah. Damn. I and
0: mean, he's Roy Castle was, or as you would say. Castle. Oh, I was thinking you'd pronounce Roy a bit differently, but okay. <laughs> But it did. It broke the record. For, was it the number of cars or involved in it? was the number of,
1: number of cars destroyed. Cars destroyed. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, maybe there was more involved was, in the chase, but it was the number of cars destroyed in the chase. Because what you've got is you've got the Bluesmobile um, kind of coming off of different roads, and they'll go down uh, verges, and as the Bluesmobile takes the verge perfectly, all the police cars, all the troopers that are chasing them, will crash into each other, roll their vehicles, and they just absolutely destroy and cane all of these vehicles. And 103 cars were destroyed in the making of Blues Brothers, deliberately, uh, for the purposes of entertainment. 103? 103. Wow. Now, that was a record in 1980. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Blues Brothers 2000, the sequel, did beat it. Yeah, of course they did. By one car. Which I think was quite on purpose, so 104 cars But that record had already been broken by a film called The Junk Man um, In 1982 Which had 150 cars destroyed in it And then big old Michael Bay um, In, the, in the one of his <laughs> seminal Transformers movies, Dark of the Moon Which is a film that came out Are you sure? Yeah uh, 532 cars were destroyed
0: sugar nuts
1: In that one Wow. So, yeah, uh, that fantastic record by the, my, one of my favourite films, Blues Brothers, was destroyed by Michael Bay, much like um, most of our childhood <laughs> franchises.
0: Absolutely. Um, uh, Michael Bay's done... I'm not going to even finish that sentence. I was going to say he's done some good work,
1: and he has. There's a, nothing There's nothing wrong with Bayes. Everything's no I bombastic don't. And, and Michael Bay's good work enjoyable. to me is... Uh,
0: Bad Boys. Bad Boys and the Rock.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. The rock's fantastic.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I I know that you're also a fan of Con Air. Yeah. But I'm gonna quote Chris Rock in Kevin Smith's Dogma: Con Air, con shit. Oh. I'm not gonna do the accent. No, I mean, it's all right. I just I found it a little bit sort of um, uh, predictable, prosaic, if you will. Oh my. Yeah. No.
1: Con Air's fantastic, uh, but there are moments of almost. Um, cartoonish acting and behaviour. Nicholas Cage's Put the bunny back
0: in the box. Mm. I'm your dad. That was awful. (laughs) (laughs) What, was mine or yours? (laughs) Mine (laughs) or mine? You you were fine. It's got to stay in, though. You were on the money. Put the bunny back in the box. Go away, Nicholas Cage. I mean, never go away, Nicholas Cage. I I love the cage. Cage um, I really need to see um, the the extraordinary... Thingy of massive talent, it's the quite unbearable bu- the weight un- of massive talent. Yeah, I need, I need to see that.
1: Really uh, do. You do. It's fantastic. Uh, both he and Pedro Pascal. What, what
0: are fantastic. Well, I, I had a look at the um, the Blues Brothers scene uh, in preparation for this. You know, I've been researching quite a few.
1: My God, we're prepared. We are prepared <laughs> to the nines. Uh, and
0: I had a look at that, and I, I found it really interesting that in that scene uh, where they are being chased by all the cops, and mm. um, there's there's one bit of it where they are just. All the police just seem to be just driving off the highway into a grass ditch for no apparent reason, driving over each other. Yeah, you know, not, and,
1: and they're fantastic. Not one of them learning from the mistake of the no. of the ten cars below them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I th- I found it interesting that the the Blues Brothers uh, quite clearly have a police black and white, yeah. and all these other cars are white with like yellow trim.
1: Uh, it's because they're from different different states. counties, yeah, yeah like different they're, they're, states and they're countries,
0: troopers or something like that. State yeah. troopers, or yeah, it was just it was just. A, I was expecting them all to be black and whites, and then like, oh no, they're not. Anyway,
1: there's uh, I mean there's stunts throughout that whole scene. So um, John Candy's character mm-hmm. is in a back of a police car chasing them, and they they send that car flying through the air and they smash it into the back of a a Mm semi-truck and um john candy's arm just kind of like comes out and grabs the police radio as they're now crashed into the vehicle that's what car is this 55 so this car five five um we're in a truck it's (laughs) it's i i can't stop watching blues brothers it's i don't think possibly one of my favorite films of all time. I
0: mean, it is. It is. It is a legend. It is a classic for a reason. It's got amazing music in it. It's got amazing humor in it. How much for your wife? How much for the girl? You know, Sell me a women. It's it's a great, great film. Fantastic film.
1: Yeah. There's also uh, there's two ridiculous car stunts in it that that defy physics in such a way that they can almost be dismissed as just as stupid. But because that film is not taking itself seriously at all, uh, I think they get away with it. One, you've got the uh, Bluesmobile comes to the end of a an unfinished bit of motorway. Yeah. And they drop their front tires off the edge of it. And then throw the car in reverse. They're being chased by the neo-Nazis of Illinois. Of course. Uh, and we all hate Illinois Nazis. And they... Yeah.
0: Illinois Nazis specifically.
1: Yeah. The
0: rest of them. Take a leave them.
1: And so, with those front wheels hanging off the edge, the Bluesmobile, the Dodge, piece of crap Dodge, uh, flung into reverse. And when that happens, the car does a backflip, impossibly. Uh, and... Yep. During that rotation of it flipping upside down and over the top of the Nazi vehicle, uh it changes direction as well. Um in the cut and <laughs> yeah. it makes no hey, sense. But hey, look, it's you great. do
0: not need to follow the laws of physics when you're on a mission from God. Exactly. Uh
1: the Nazis then go off the edge of the unfinished highway. Mm-hmm. Uh however high that would be. Let's say it's 10 stories it's, in the air it's
0: going to be yeah good, good 50 to 100 feet the it?
1: car is now a hundred stories in the air dropping down <laughs> and it's dropping down onto an empty area um, as we're looking from a bird's eye view down on top of the car and it's going to land in an area that was probably safe to actually drop a real vehicle from mm-hmm. uh, and then that area changes as they crash through the road. And the bluesmobile jumps over the top of the hole that the Nazi cars made. Um, but who cares? It was fantastic and I love it. I, I and I want to hear a bad word about it, Gareth. Just stop. I stop. Think calm I, was, down. I was literally. Shouting. I was just. Stop shouting.
0: I was just. Oh, I thought you were going to. No, I I'm, was just. No, I'm
1: done. I was I'm just. I'm done now. Listen, Can you Dad, do yours, please?
0: All I was going to say. Uh, I was just going to say. Blues Brothers, fantastic first pick. Really good. Thank you so much. Can't can't argue with that in the slightest. And now
1: What gonna, have you got? I'm in go- the bag.
0: Well, now I'm gonna rearrange my chair, which is gonna squeak, so I'm gonna pause. <laughs> well now, uh, I, I suppose I've gotta follow that, haven't I? Oh, never mind. Um, so I'm gonna pick. I mean, you can't you can't really talk car stunts without talking James Bond. <laughs> 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 Yes. Ba-da-ba. Like we only won McLeod. Oh, well, that's not James Bond, but never mind. Um, yes. So, uh, well, this is Daniel Craig's first film, Casino Royale. Casino Royale? Casino Jeez. Royale. This is the record breaker for me as well. Mm. So, he's just won, James Bond has just won the poker match, uh, and um, Vesper Lind has been taken by. The bad guys. So Bond runs from the gambling establishment that gives the movie and the book its name uh, straight into his company car, which is a bit better than a Fiat Punto. He's got an Aston Martin DBS V12. Good Lord. I know. It's all right, isn't it? Uh, And uh, what follows has to be the shortest car chase in movie history. So going from your one, one of the longest, to one of the shortest. Uh, I timed it. Uh, From the second that the wheels start to turn in the car to when the car is at rest... After the stunt, 37 seconds, about. Wow. I know, it's not long. Uh, so, Bond tears out the car park, full pelt down the country lane, down a dimly lit country road, uh, and his headlights then uh, illuminate uh, Vespa, his his love. Vespa Lind, I think it is Vespa Lind.
1: So, we're talking about vehicles, and her name is Vespa.
0: I know, but it's not about that. Oh. Uh, and she's uh, gagged and bound in the middle of the road. So, in order to not run her over and turn her into, a, like, a permanent speed bump feature, he whips the steering wheel to the left or the right and the car starts to flip and roll. And it rolls... Flip and roll. Flip and roll. And it rolls, like, I don't know, I can't remember how many times it rolls. I think it... I think, seven. I think it was seven. I was going to say seven. Can I do that? It's my bit. I'm not sure how many times it rolls. I think it was seven. Dan, do you agree? I do. Yeah, good. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so... Uh, it flips seven times uh, and breaks the record for the number of flips a uh, a car has done, a number of rolls that a car's done. Yeah. Uh, which I think was later broken somewhere else. Do you again. know who held it before? No, do you? Top Gear. Did Top. I thought Top Gear broke it.
1: I imagine they went back and did it again after. But I could be I've wrong. I Royale really could up. be
0: wrong. I might have got that the wrong way round. Listener, you decide. Yeah, you decide, or or you Google it and then tell us. Yeah, we're not doing it. No, just work. Um, but yeah, so I I, I mean, the, the way that they, they do this in the movie uh, is because it's quite difficult to get a car to flip. I think they did, they did try it with... Uh, there was some sort of BMW that they were practising it with, uh, but they did try it without any extra gubbins, uh, and they couldn't get the effect they wanted. So what they did was they uh, created this system where they put a piston inside one side of the car, and then uh, a pneumatic piston, and then fired it out... So you get the car into a, a slide, turn it, turn it to the right, get it into a slide, fire out this piston, and then it just starts flipping, starts flipping, rolling. Yeah,
1: absolutely flipping. Do you, when you watch that film, can you see that mechanism?
0: You, I suspect it may have been digitally removed, hmm. um, but you see, you do see like a plume of gas coming from underneath oh, yeah, the car. Yeah, kind of like compressed um, gas. So you know, if you want to nitpick about it, you can. You can.
1: I only ask because Short go back, choice. go back and watch Gladiator. Gladiator. And there's a there's a chariot being pulled around that flips over, and, and you see the, a massive compressed gas you. canister underneath.
0: Do you know I was uh, when in, didn't in, paint that one out. <laughs> in the um, Ridley. in the research for this, I also found out that apparently I don't know how true this is because I just saw a still, and it could be one of those that someone's made up just as clickbait. But apparently, in the background, when uh, Maximus Decimus Meridius is giving one of his I don't know, is that his name? Something like that. Maximus. He's got a lot of... Um, he's got a lot of usses in us, there. Us, us, yeah, yeah. Usses. You know, commander to the north, general of the blah, blah. Yeah. Um, it's a fantastic role from Russell Crowe. Um, when he's given one of his speeches, apparently it's, it's a low camera angle and up behind him there's a plane in the background. Really? Apparently. Don't know how true it is. Might want to Google that before we... What I what I've got for you. Put that to tape. What I've got for you. What have you got for me?
1: In terms of Gladiator, we've diverted. You've not massively. got your Gladiator outfit, have you? No, but it is about a Gladiator outfit. I am good friends with someone who made a lot of that costuming. Ooh. Yes, A good friend of mine made uh, a lot of the the costuming for Gladiator, including Russell Crowe's main outfit, and I can tell you that. It was all made out of, like, like kind of like plate armour. It was metal. And Crow found it too heavy, and he didn't like wearing it.
0: Oh, wow. Well, he is a bit... Of, anyway.
1: So he demanded that a, a more lightweight version be made for wide shots, and that he would only wear the, the metal in the close-up. And so they made a lightweight version of it out of balsa wood. And apparently that's what he... Wore and posed for, or for the cover of a magazine, oh. not the highly expensive, highly intricate metal armor. I he mean, w- he wore, the, ch- he wore he the, the cheaper, lighter one for this photo shoot and got in a lot of
0: trouble. Apparently, he was a gentleman of quite muscular stature for that film. You'd at, have thought that, he at could that time. he could take the the heavy one. But anyway, mm. um, so I've just googled it, and that plane in the background's bollocks, it's not real. Oh, somebody has decided to. Make. Somebody made you lie on the podcast. Absol- well, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna quote Donald Trump. As you know, I'm I quite enjoy quoting Donald Trump all the time. No, that's that, that's not true. let please cut that. Um, fake news. Um, Dan, you've gone quiet. Are you googling?
1: No, I've gone quiet because you've you've shown too much admiration for Trump.
0: Oh, but he's such like I would just want his hair. He's so quotable, aren't he? Dan? Yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah, so uh, it's a fantastic car stunt, and and, uh, I can only pity the poor stunt car driver who flips over and over and over again.
1: Mm. Mm. I do believe that one of the cameras was completely wiped out during that stunt. Really? I'm not sure how it cuts in the film, but I'm pretty sure as it comes to rest, uh, that vehicle kind of flies towards camera. And they knew pretty much that it was going to be... Potentially in the in the path of destruction, so it's it's um there's no operator, uh, but I think they lost one of their cameras. Well, no, so that would have been a very very expensive piece of kit.
0: I will we'll, we'll talk more about that on another one of mine.
1: Oh, mm. good. Anyway, Lord. shall we move
0: on to your number two? Let's number two. Hey, number two. Name that TV show.
1: Oh God, I thought it was an Austin Powers joke. No,
0: no, no, that would be. A Number one, number two. You've gone Trump? I've gone Trump. Uh, uh, tr- uh, Trump, hold on, Trump? Okay, we're going to build a wall. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Jaina.
1: It's pronounced Jaina. Jaina. So, my number two, if you, if you will.
0: <laughs> can I handle your number two? Is that Get ready
1: to take my number two.
0: Okay. I can um, handle your number
1: it's, two. It's... It's Jackie Chan's police story. Jackie Chan. The um, Which has got stunts galore in it. But if we're talking about car stunts, uh, the one that stands out the most is during a car chase, mm-hmm. um, Chan's uh, police officer is trying to hunt down these um, uh, the bad guys and the bad guys take a shortcut down a hill in their cars. That, that hill... Is populated with a favela, um, a, a shanty town, and they just drive straight through it. And that scene, I think, it lasts about just just over a minute. Um, and you just the cars that they're driving are destroyed. The houses that are made of corrugated iron and glass and Corridated. rope, corrugated. corrugated coronation chicken, uh, they are absolutely uh, wiped out. Now they probably they they would have built. These homes for the for the purpose of wrecking. Um, yeah, was, I don't think they probably drove through they'd... an actual town. No,
0: I mean people in shanty towns are poor generally. Yes, and and that and means they love the you, movies. Yeah, and you can so you can generally do what you want to them. I believe that with impunity you can just yeah wipe out their houses, their homes, their livelihoods. It's fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, generate many generations of the same family are living in there, and you. You take them all out in one swift move. Oh, you've
0: gone too far there, Dan. Do you think so?
1: I think a little. Okay, all right. You, yeah, too, too much. Kill them all. So, <laughs> yeah, they just um, absolutely destroy it. You've got uh, uh, POV shots inside of one of the vehicles, and you'll see its windscreen just explode as debris uh, smacks into it. Um, it's, it's just fantastic. There's a moment where one of the cars... Kind of um, does it's what they call an endo. What's an endo? So it just lands on its one of its endos
0: again. So we used this in the last podcast. It's a it's a run seal. Does what it says on (laughs) the tin.
1: And I believe that's either adopted into skateboard culture or it's taken from it.
0: (laughs) Wow! So police story has uh, influenced influenced Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk. Wow! The comedian.
1: No. <laughs> I pr- don't know what he did after his skateboard sure a, career. I'm
0: pretty sure there's a British comedian named Tony Hawk who was uh in Red Dwarf a few really? episodes. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've dropped my pencil in dropped. astonishment. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Um so I, did not know in, that. Uh, I so I've not actually seen Police Story, which wow. is a crime. So uh, <laughs> hey. there we go. Um but I will uh yeah, I will endeavour to watch it I I do love a bit of Jackie Chan, although I... I uh, yeah. I'm one of those people that never never sought out his stuff from before he came to Hollywood. But i always loved him in Hollywood. Mm. So I, I should go back and rewatch those. One well, of my an oldest
1: absolute t- wealth of crazy, crazy. Oh filmmaking. yeah.
0: No, I've I've seen clips and stuff and I have but seen very the, precise filmmaking. I have seen the clip of the driving through the shantytown and it's it's fantastic and crazy. Let when, me ask you this,
1: re- let me ask you this. Have you seen Bad Boys 2? I was just going to say that. I was going to try
0: and contribute something to the discussion because I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Contribute now. So have you seen Bad Boys 2? Yeah. Did you know that they copied that scene? They did. Oh, you knew. And I did know. Oh. But But you gave me no indication that you knew. Say that again. Have you seen Bad Boys 2? No. Oh. Do you want a Fun fact about Bad Boys 2 is the only... uh, I went to the premiere. It's the only premiere I've ever been to. Good Lord. Yeah. Who let you in there? Uh, Well, Will Smith, personally. Yeah? Yeah. He held the door. Yeah, yeah. And then he slapped me in the face. No, he didn't. No, no, no. (laughs) Have you seen the Chris Rock uh, Netflix special? Yeah. Can't afford to have any more rappers angry at me. That's very funny. Anyway. um, Yeah, no. So, uh, yeah. Fun fact. It's the only premiere I've ever been to. Uh, it was. I was working at a company in London, and we had tickets like to to this premiere. It was fantastic. Uh, less fun fact: like I was a massive fan of Bad Boys One. I didn't really enjoy Bad Boys Two that much, and I actually fell asleep a bit at the premiere. Oh, I know. I
1: really, I really like the first film. I don't remember too much of the. No, second I can't film, remember anything I about couldn't the second.
0: Couldn't bothered to watch Bad Boys for Life. Oh, Bad Boys for Life is actually pretty good. Um. It really is. It's uh, there's one dodgy car chase scene where they're uh, where it's clearly they're on they're on a motorbike and it's clearly green screened, uh, and that's a bit annoying. But other than that, it's 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 pretty good. It's it's, it's far superior to Bad Boys Two.
1: So I got to go to a premiere once. Oh, oh, did you? Yes, it was. I for... went to a premiere in. Oh, it was for The Expendables. And I I got Whoa. to see Sylvester Stallone <gasps> in the Zifflesh. Oh, wow. That was not a Stallone impression. Uh, and Dolph Lundgren as well. And I really wanted Arnie to be there, but he wasn't there. Right, I'm going to I'm gonna drag us all the way back from premieres, back to the confines of police story. Because I just want to mention... Are we talking about police story? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's a fantastic stunt in that where Jackie Chan's cop...
0: Is it a cunning stunt?
1: Mm-mm. Jackie Chan's cop um, is standing in the road and he wants this double-decker bus that's coming towards him to stop. So he's parked his car across the road. This double-decker bus is charging at him and he gets out his service revolver and he points it at the driver and the driver keeps going and the other people on the bus are telling the driver to keep going and uh, Chan's pointing the gun and he fires the gun into the air and the bus comes to a screeching halt and the driver uh, and... uh, all the passengers at the front of this bus all smash through the windows. Really? And you, um, talking about stunts, the two guys that come from the top of the double-decker bus through the plate glass, seemingly plate glass, sugar glass maybe, Mm. but then they land on their necks. Oh. And this is all in a wide shot. You just see all of it. And it was probably very well choreographed and they probably did it very, very safely. But good God, I mean, they fall from a story up and it looks a like... A police story. A police, oh, <laughs> and it looks like they break their necks. and It's horrible. They're, they're wow. not meant to break their necks no. but in the story. Yeah. bloody hell. And um, do you know... So we talked about Bad Boys 2 ripping off Police Story. Do you know who... I think ripped, it was homaging, but... Do you know who ripped off that exact shot for shot?
0: No.
1: Tango and Cash. Take, oh, taking no. us back to Stallone. Oh, man. When you're introduced to Stallone's to character, he Tango does exactly that. It's a complete rip-off of Police Story, and they should be ashamed. And the director's... Because two directors had to rip off had to work together to rip off a shot for shot bit. Uh, I'm gonna name I'm gonna name them now because they f- they should feel shame. Um so we've got Albert Magnoli. Okay. He should feel bad. And I'm gonna butcher this name, Andre Konklasovsky. I think He what? should feel bad as well. Because you just ripped off a complete scene from Asian <laughs> cinema and kinda of went, Oh, no one's watched that before. So about, go on, sorry. Well, I was just gonna say fuck him.
0: Right, okay. Well, on that note, uh let's uh Let's move on to mine next one. If if that's what you want to do. Which has got fewer fuckums in it. Um, See, I'm just... I I don't know why you have to be so negative, Dan. Um, I'm just here about the positivity. and The positivity for this one is going to be... It's a Keanu Reeves film. And we love the Keanu. Friend friend of the podcast.
1: Yeah. I can't wait until he gives us that money that he said he was going to give us.
0: I've told you I will buy him a drink. I won't give him £50,000, you want £50,000, because I'm going to yeah. sue you for whatever we did in that previous podcast, I can't remember what it was. I
1: just think that if you befriend him, that's it. Well. We I, are going to be rich.
0: I presume, he's, he is friend of the podcast. He doesn't know this yet, but no. he is. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we love Keanu Reeves. Anyway, so this is him. the, uh, oh, I want to say it was about 1994, 1995, speed. I feel the need, the need for speed. So in the film, uh, I'm sure that most people know the, the premise of the film, which is that a terrorist bomber has put a bomb on the bus. The bus goes over 50 miles an hour. It gets activated. Mm. If it then drops below 50 miles an hour, it blows up. So they, so they have to keep going at 50 or above. It's Fairly straightforward. Yep. Uh, and um, one of the uh, tactics they employ... To keep the bus going at that speed without any hitting any traffic, is that they divert them onto this uh, part of the freeway that's under construction. Seems like there's no problem with that. Seems good plan. Good plan. Yeah. 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 And then at some point, somebody points out that there's part of a a, a risen up part of a, a overpass or a bridge. I'm not sure what it's really called, but a, you know, a, a bit of the uh, a high part of the uh, the freeway that is not yet being constructed. That there is, I can't remember how many feet, it's like 50 feet that hasn't been constructed. So there's a gap in the freeway.
1: So it's Jeff Daniels' plan?
0: Jeff Daniels? Yeah. No, Jeff Daniels is a good guy. You was, it
1: his, was it his plan to keep the bus going on the freeway?
0: Oh, no, I can't remember. Okay. Ca- because
1: whoever it was, they fucked up.
0: Yeah, they definitely fucked up. Uh, no, well, Dennis Hopper's the bad guy. What? Did you not know this? Spoilers. Spoilers.
1: We've, we've done spoilers. We've done spoilers. We were in spoiler town. Spoiler. spoiler Forget village, it, Marge. Living spoiler that town. spoiler
0: life. So, yeah, so they, they Jeff Daniels' plan has gone horrifically wrong, and there's a 50-foot gap in the freeway. So what do they do? Instead of uh, f- slowing down or trying to find somewhere else to go? They can't slow down. Oh, yeah, they can't slow down. Why is that?
1: Because it would go bang.
0: Oh, boom-boom town. Yeah. Oh, okay. Kaboom. Uh, yeah, kaboom-boom. So they decide that the only thing that they can do is uh, Speed Up. Just the name of the film. That's what
1: they were going to call the sequel.
0: Yeah. No, they, call that they sp- called it Speed, speed 2. two. Yeah. Cruise Control. Yeah, and it's shit. Oh, yeah. It's really bad. Uh, I, I listened to an interview recently with the Keanu mm. as to why he didn't do that film. And I think he basically said he read the script. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they decide to speed up to try and jump this section of the freeway that was missing. Do they do it? Yes, they do.
1: <gasps> they speed up. That's excitement.
0: And then they jump over this gap in the freeway. And it was a real stunt. Because I know that you were a little disbelieving.
1: I, yeah, i dubious about that.
0: No, no. So I remember seeing a behind-the-scenes back in the 90s of this precise stunt. And they had to put the... Uh, I mean, I, so I say this precise stunt. They didn't take a section out of the freeway. I think they mocked up a freeway that was... So it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't like 50, 100 feet in the air. It was like 10 feet in the air. Um, but they did do the jump uh, and they had to install like a, a wire uh, cradle inside the bus for the driver to drive on that would uh, absorb the shock of landing. Otherwise, he would have broken his back. But yeah, it's a great stunt and it's so full of tension. The, the, the film is so... It's it's a fun '90s film. We yeah, have I, re- too many I really films.
1: like I really like Speed. I think it's I think it's really good.
0: It's really good. It is, uh, and, and it and, kind of
1: always was, but it's, it kind of fell out of favor with people because it's you know it's the premise is relatively it, it's very basic, simple. It's, it's and, very yeah. simple,
0: um, and it's uh, it's very sort of just '90s action, but there's nothing wrong with that. I think
1: I, think, w- I think '90s Reeves got a bit of a bashing. I don't think it was until like the John Wick era that he kind of came back as a Well I think I reinvigorated think, hero and then all the stuff about the all the good deeds of the actual
0: of the actual man.
1: The human I tell being. you what, when we get that money <laughs> What
0: are you gonna buy me Dan?
1: Um I'm gonna take you out and treat you real nice. You take me out. Yeah. Um I'm get a state dinner.
0: Oh. And then nice.
1: once I've spent that hundred and fifty quid I'm gonna keep the
0: forty nine grand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm right. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. A fair deal. Yeah, I, I just, I think it's a fantastic stunt. They managed to jump a very big bus over uh, quite a large distance, uh, whereas it's normally cars and motorbikes jumping over buses. This was a bus they jumping f- over. They flipped it on us. They did flip mo. Flip mother lovers. Flip mo the greatest. Mm.
1: Sorry, should I was we? Um, quite around, Sorry. Should we do your number
0: three?
1: Oh, mercy. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so um, I'm going to kind of wrap a few into one, oh, if you don't mind.
0: That's not in the podcast format, Damn, What you Oh, doing? man, well, I'm breaking the format. You're breaking it. We've
1: been doing this for so long. Yeah. And I'm so tired of this this, is these restrictions and these, these bracelets around my wrists.
0: Depending on what order we put this out, this is either episode number one, two, or three.
1: And they love it. Yeah. They're drinking this in. Lapping it
0: up. Who aren't are you? they, Dan? Huh? Mm. We're back on your mum again, listening?
1: aren't we? Hey, hey, you get off my mum.
0: Hi, Lois. Go on then. Hit me with your several things in one. Okay,
1: so uh I'm gonna start by talking about the Steve McQueen classic bullet Never seen from it. the year nineteen sixty eight. Not seen it? it? No. Nope. Not seen it. One, um, two. Fantastic. I mean, obviously known for its it is a almost a car chase. Film in it's, its entirety.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's I think it is just—it's really like I don't think anybody, anybody who hasn't seen the film has heard of the film, but they've only heard of it because of this car chase.
1: Yeah, but I mean, th- what I, what I like about it is several several things—the the amount of air that the cars get, so they're they're, yep. they're they're going down. I think they're in San Francisco. They are in San Francisco, and they're, particularly they're uh, jumping a particular um, road,
0: a particularly hilly place, San yeah. Francisco.
1: But they're actually doing it, yeah, yeah. And McQueen's actually doing it, and that's the big thing: is that McQueen went, "I've got to be, I've got to do this. Uh, I've g- got, I've got to learn how to drive. I've got to learn how to drive really well, and I've got to be doing it." And I'm sure he didn't do absolutely everything. Yeah. I'm sure there was plenty of um, stunt coordinators that came in and took over at times. Um, but the the car chases, and it's not particularly the chase; it's how close they get. To other vehicles, it's how close they get to each other um, in the car chase. It's two cars: it's McQueen's car and the uh, and the villain of the piece, and they are so close to each other throughout. And they're actually doing it. It's not um, your classic cars being towed by uh, by a camera car, or mm. it's the cars freely next to each other, and anything could have could have gone wrong. Um, there's a scene where a car take, uh, McQueen's car takes a corner very very um, sharply and it just smashes into the, the car that's got a camera on it um, c- the car is still um, this parked car with a camera attached to it and McQueen's car just smashes into it um, And the, but they cut so quickly that you don't quite tell that any damage has been done but um, yeah they slam that straight into there mm. um, and then so What I'm talking about really is just cars being used in kind of like tight situations. Well, my people. Yeah, yeah, Gareth cars being used, Mm -hmm. oppressed. So there's a lot of close proximity to other vehicles and um, tight situations that the car's going through. And then that brings me on to other films like um, uh, French Connection.
0: Oh, is, is that San Francisco as well?
1: That's Chicago.
0: Oh, is that Chicago? Because I was thinking that, that there are two car chases in San Francisco, which I believe probably homage uh, Bullet. bullet. Oh, yeah. I would imagine so. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, what the two, are they? The two that I can think of is one at the very beginning of The Rock.
1: Oh, okay, yes. So
0: There's like, I think, uh, Stanley Goodspeed. Yeah. Uh, Nicolas Cage. Bad, yeah. bad Nicolas Cage. Uh, he. Uh, he commandeers somebody's Lamborghini. Yeah, thing. as you do. I need this car. Uh, yeah, and and then it the proceeds to have a little car chase. I think he wrecks the Lamborghini. I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen the Rock, but the Rock is amazing. I need to watch that again. Um, yeah, uh, and the other one I think was Ant Man. Man and the Wasp. They, oh, okay. They have yeah, a little yeah, yeah. miniaturizing and yes. Uh, um, yeah, which I which I I found that like, quite fun. Mm. it was a fun little car chase and it was around San Francisco so anytime you have a car chase around San Francisco it was a little car chase it was a little car chase uh, anytime you have a car chase around San Francisco you can't help but homage bullet
1: yes some reference back to that mm. original but in French Connection the main scene that's another
0: film I need to see I need it's to see that excellent, excellent excellent mm.
1: and, and it's um, the, uh, the cop is chasing uh, the bad guys through the underneath the uh, the L-train, underneath the, 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 the train system, which is all above the roads. Do you roads. know why it's
0: called the L-train? No. You I clever. think I know. I think I figured this out the other day, and I could be really wrong. And gentle listener, Lois, if if you know, please correct me. I think it's because it's elevated.
1: Ah, oh, so it's not le, It's not the. It's not L-the-letter.
0: I think it's the elevated train track.
1: You clever I son think of a gun.
0: I'm going to Google it. Shall I Google it? Maybe later. Well, you you can talk. Oh, okay. And I'll pretend to listen while Googling.
1: Well, that's the usual way it goes. So Gene Hackman's cop is tearing through uh, Chicago and uh, is hitting other vehicles, nearly hitting other vehicles, nearly hitting pedestrians. One of the reasons to mention that is that those cars that he's hitting, those people that he's nearly hitting, they are not part of the film. They are not extras. They are not stunt drivers. They are not aware that the film is being made. And the director, William Friedkin, wanted to... What a dick. What a dick. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: William Dick Friedkin.
1: So Hackman knew what was going on. Um, A lot of the production crew didn't know this was going to happen. They were told, be here on Tuesday at 8am. We're making a movie. Uh, We're doing this scene. And they didn't know what they were in for oh wow and there's I mean what happened is so like the main car would hit other cars and then they would pay those people off sorry for the damage here's some movie money have a bit of that they didn't close the roads off wow they they, they any pedestrians that could have got hurt would have been hurt for realsies and um yeah freaking you absolute maniac
0: wow
1: but I loved the, it still uh, yeah it's still a damn good film
0: the Chicago Train Authority L Train, a now official name originally short for Elevated.
1: You did it, you worked it out. I worked it out. With your man brain.
0: With my man brain.
1: Good job, you. Uh, the other example that I would bring in would be uh, Ronin from uh, '98, uh, De Niro. I, so
0: I remember virtually nothing about this film. Mm. What I do remember is I watched the car chase. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted to talk about this in a car chase one in the well, future. We
1: will do. It's just uh, you look at De Niro's face and the concentration because he's actually driving the car.
0: Well, I remember watching the car chase and thinking, "Wow, this is the most realistic tense car chase that I've ever seen." Like it just. I remember watching it and go, "This looks really." fucking real
1: yeah but i only mention now because of how close they had to get to other vehicles because of that tunnel sequence Mm. um and just how good the 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 camera department has to be as well and those camera cars they have to be as good if not better than what the stunt drivers are doing Mm. um and i just think they're incredible um bits of bits of filmmaking and i think part of that is because they're not actually made and directed by the director, and what you would call the the A crew, the B crew of the, the stunt crew, yeah. team, who get this right and, and and do absolutely fantastic work. Those those car stunts and those car chases, they're directed by stunt professionals. Mm. And God,
0: I admire them. Absolutely. I want to be on Oh, them. they're amazing. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, should we move on to uh, my pick number three? I'd love that. So my pick number three. It, it harks back. I'm going to hark back to a couple of things here actually. Hark on. So it harks back to the casino Royale one Ooh. that I had earlier because it's, it's a similar system was employed. This is uh, the flipping of a truck in the Dark night. Ooh, Do you remember that? It, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's yeah. So iconic the, shot that one. Yeah. So the 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 uh, um, uh, the the Batman is chasing the joker in a truck i believe his at what point i so i'm i'm actually struggling to remember a few details of the dark knight and the order of things that happens so he's in the he's on the. Back. I'll
1: explain it to you. I've seen it maybe maybe a thousand times.
0: I've seen it a few times myself, but not for a while. It's one mm. of those. I, like I watched The Dark Knight Rises the other day, and I was watching why? that thinking, why the fuck am I watching? Why the did Dark you watch Knight? that? Because it was on. It's not that bad. It's not bad. I have a few fundamental problems with The Dark Knight Rises that made me dislike it for quite a few years, but I'm I'm mellowing to it now. It's all right. Even with Bane's fruity voice.
1: If you want to do bad, you have to speak into a pint glass.
0: And, doing kind of and Darth Vader as well. You are part of the Rebel Alliance of Take him away! Yours is probably better than mine. But we think the Bane might be from Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> does sound a little Swedish. Do you know, he sounds Dutch. He sounds like Goldmember. It's Goldmember. It's, Gold it's Goldiwang. <laughs> yes, my Farsha. It's your Farsha. Anyway, uh, yeah, so... The Time Dar- to go mobile.
1: <laughs> Once you have found a sponsor that align with your
0: core values, then
1: you have my permission to release your podcast. Stop. Let's stop this.
0: So the Dark Knight, the Batmobile has been destroyed uh, and he's come out. Is it called the Batpod? The Bat Bike?
1: Yeah, Pod. Yeah. I think it's called the Batpod. I mean, not officially named, but probably on a toy somewhere.
0: Right. So yeah, so he comes out of the bat pod and he's chasing the Joker who has uh, commandeered a giant truck, uh <laughs> giant lorry, uh, and he, st- he uses the Batpod to, uh, to attach a cable across the street in front of the truck. And then the Joker drives the truck into the cable, which essentially stops the front dead, but the back's got all this momentum, so it flips up and flips completely head over tails the end over end that's an endo it doesn't endo. I uh, no it doesn't though does it
1: for a little while because is like where
0: time. it lands isn't it isn't that what you described it i'm only going off what you described
1: in in police story he kind of lands on the on the nose of the car and then and then immediately drives off oh, okay it's interesting interesting stunt
0: the method they employed to flip this articulated lorry end over end was was exactly the same method uh, that they used to roll the car in Casino Royale. So that's why it's a bit of a callback to Casino Royale. Ah, well uh, they use? So they used a massive piston. Again, this is a conversation I've had with someone recently where they were like, that wasn't real, it was miniatures. No, this was a real truck. They used a massive piston, a compressed air, and you can very much see when it's flipped, you can see all the gas. They have digitally removed the piston, uh, but you can see all the gas escaping from this system that just blows it up in the air and it's a fantastic stunt and you know as you said earlier god bless the man or woman who is driving that and jesus christ got to Cajones. Cajones. Um, you gotta have some cojones cojones cojones
1: what's that from um Ah, oh, yes.
0: Yeah. yeah so that's fantastic uh but also calling back to what you did earlier i think I think it was during that car chase that they destroyed an IMAX camera. Ooh. One of, oh I think, there was four in the world at the time. At that time, yeah. So then afterwards, there was three. <laughs> and that's, that's yeah. Can you imagine destroying a quarter of the world's particular type of camera?
1: Yeah, this like bespoke made yeah.
0: Iron Mike's camera Yeah Yeah Probably shouldn't have Put it on the bike Or whatever they did with it
1: I I don't know about Nolan I think he he, Obviously he He loves filmmaking I just don't think he cares about Equipment or people I'm going to take that back Christopher Nolan Please don't sue us I'm sure you care about All of your crew
0: I love almost every one Of Christopher Nolan's films I think
1: Christopher Nolan If you know Keanu Reeves Can you just put in a good word Christopher Nolan, I think he's, he's up there
0: in my favourite directors. Yeah, so I, I just think that's a fantastic movie stunt. It's it's something. It's, it's pretty unique. It's uh, I, don't, you, you, I don't. I've never seen a, a truck flipped in that manner. Certainly not end over end.
1: No, and I think if you showed just that clip to someone, they'd know exactly where it was from. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I say, an iconic, Definitely. iconic frame. You know, every yeah. frame of painting as Kubrick would say, mm. and uh, that's definitely... Every definitely frame a of
0: painting that is painted with the blood, sweat and tears... Of, of other of, people. Of, what's the actress's name? Shelley Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> painted with the blood, sweat and tears of Shelley Duvall. <laughs> that's what Stanley Kubrick wants or wanted. Do it again. <laughs> oh, please! Uh, you're almost crying enough. Not quite. Where's he from?
1: Don't know. Don't know. I thought but he was I, British. I think he is. Was do sorry. it again. I say, Madam, do
0: it again. Do it again. But I don't want to, Stanley. Do it again. Now. Better. Anyway, so I've got really nothing more to say about the Dark Knight. Fantastic film. One of my favourites. Yeah, I need to watch it again. Good God. Yeah, good golly, Miss Molly. Is it during that car chase that the bat pod emerges from the wreck? I think it is, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> you should, Hold on a second, Dan. I, I seem to remember you saying that you've watched it a thousand times. <laughs> Maybe twice.
1: <laughs> okay, so my number four is Mad Max 2. <gasps> And oh, it's
0: back when Mel Gibson was likable.
1: Oh, and allowed to be yeah, enjoyed by not a populace. Not known to
0: be. No, I'm not going to say that. No, we've really got to try and curb the amount of things we say to get us. Hey, suit. we're
1: not doing the the bad things. We're just talking about those I, terrible I, men.
0: I used to love, absolutely love Mel Gibson. I I would say that Lethal during weapon. yeah during the '90s, mm. he was probably my favorite movie star.
1: And then, what did that did that like come to an abrupt end for some reason?
0: Uh, I, I think he sort of stopped doing great uh, action films after the nineties. I think I, I don't know. Like it's sort of Lethal Weapon for... I mean, he did he did go through his very serious period where he did like Braveheart, uh, Apocalypto, Apocalypto as a director. He, oh, he, he, yeah, but he directed uh, the Passion of the Christ. You remember the Passion of the Christ? Passion of the Christ, an yeah. extremely bloody retelling yeah. of the crucifixion you know that bible story I mean it's not a nice story I think he wanted to yeah have you, do you remember that do you, yeah. have you seen it
1: yeah yeah With the crucifixion do you one remember one. the whip
0: yeah the whip that like dug into his skin and then ripped bits of skin off yeah nastiness some people said it was a bit over the top um but yeah he also did um I think he, I
1: think he's a good director though. I think he's a
0: good director. He did he did Braveheart. He did he did and, and yeah, The Patriot. But,
1: yeah, that's kind of directing starring in which is Yeah. problematic. And,
0: and those ones so I think this was where I started to lose a little bit of time. He start. he sort of went down a little road of I hate English. Yeah, that and I is true. Didn't yeah. like that. So like I I prefer my Hollywood stars to be uh, ambivalent to my
1: Anglo-neutral.
0: Yeah, it's my heritage. It's just like, no. Do you know what? Back off, Gibson. Back off, Gibbo. So it feels fucking, like a Gibbo.
1: So probably <laughs> is an absolute Gibbo. An absolute Gibbo.
0: An hey? absolute Gibbo. Yeah, back off. Why, rack are you off. even American? Yeah, rack off. You, dr- you drongo. Galah. You dag. Uh, yeah, that's, that's told him. Who's whose go is it? It's your go, Mal Gibson. Yeah, Man yeah. Max I was 2. talking
1: about Mad Max Two.
0: We haven't even got to any part of Mad Max Two yet.
1: There's just a fantastic moment when he's driving. Mad Max Gibson is driving this massive rig, this kind of big like oil tanker.
0: As towards the end of the film, isn't it? That's yeah. the, the final act.
1: Yep, yeah, and he's got the whole um, kind of apocalyptic gang after him. So,
0: if I remember correctly, in their little uh, encampment, their mm. fortified encampment, they've got. That's a gas. That's a gasoline. Or
1: Do they call it like gasoline town or something?
0: Like that? Yeah, so they, they, it's called gas town or something like that. Yeah, yeah. so they, they And they've, they've got a, an awful lot of gasoline, an awful lot of petrol, we call it. Uh, and uh, as a distraction, they load it all up into this, uh, or they pretend to load it all up into this giant wagon, mm. and he drives it off one way, but they all escape another way with yeah. the actual gasoline.
1: Yeah, and uh, he distracts the the bad is and they follow him and they uh, he, it's it's that that massive it's got like a massive uh, snowplow. plow yep of thing on the front of it spikes spikes and the the vehicles are just destroyed Um, motorbikes are pulled underneath of it and it's and you've got like the cameras slung underneath the tanker and you see the bikes go under the wheels and just get absolutely obliterated Mm. um seemingly with people on top of them but um i imagine i think they were dummies dummies and stuff like that um yeah yeah cars exploding it's just and it's it's that that what i love is that, that that sequence uh george miller then Takes that and turns that into Fury Road, and that like the whole film of Fury Road is, Fury is, Road's is plot. that sequence.
0: <laughs> Fury Road's plot is they went there, they came back, and yeah. that is the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Which Yeah, and, but they and came and back richer for the experience you and the know journey. What? I fucking loved it. It it's was so good. so good. It's so good. It's such and, a polished film. And I'm going to, I think we'll do one about this another time, but it was so good in 3D. And I, I know that there's yeah. lots of people who like 3D, lots of people who don't like 3D. And I will, I like 3D, but I will wholeheartedly admit that most of the time, it's done pretty craply. It's mm. done pretty, you know, like most of the time it's like post converted 3D, or it's just not very well thought out. There are certain examples of when 3D is is properly planned into the production, and they make it, it's it's so adds to the viewing experience and this is one of them it was made for 3D and it was made in 3D and it was fantastic in 3D
1: i've i've got a bit of an idea as to why it would have been so good and why you enjoyed it so much and it's to do with the composition of the frames mm. so um in a lot of filmmaking a a frame will be divided up into into threes and um you've got this grid that you would kind of film against Um, as the filmmaker, and you might put a character um, into one of these intersections of this grid to draw the viewer's eye. Every frame in Mad Max Fury Road is composed and designed for you to look at the centre of the screen all the time. And I think that affects the 3D viewing experience as well.
0: Wow, okay.
1: I think.
0: I mean, I I, I know... I'm Dan. Oh, I like that. That's good. Cogito, ergo, chum.
1: Don't swear in it.
0: No. Uh, that's a little Latin joke. It's. I don't know if it's Cogito or Cogito, but I don't care. Latin's a dead language, so fuck it. Fuck it. Let me say that again. I don't care. Latin's a dead language, so fuck it. Fuck Latin in the fuck ass. Latin. But yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Mad Max 2 is a fantastic... Like yeah, I was I was thinking about putting Fury Road in there because that's just full of such good stuff.
1: Mm, well, I mean, Mad Max 2, Very incredibly practical in terms of the, the the car stunts and the crashes. And then there's probably quite a bit of CG artistry Road. touch up in Fury Road, but a lot of it yeah. is practical. I think there's touch up. Yeah, a but lot I of think
0: it is practical. It is. It's uh, yeah,
1: and and it's. You see some, you see some of the, the the car crashes where cars just, um, they just come to an abrupt stop yeah. and they'll throw people off of them. And do you know why that is? Do you know why the cars stop so um, abruptly?
0: Because because they didn't want to go on anymore.
1: Because they because it was over. Yeah, it was done. No, it's the sand on the on the ground. Yeah. When, when a car stops like that, it just it it buries itself into the sand yeah. and it just flips over. And the, I think that was just planned into the. Yeah. I hope that was planned into the production. I hope that wasn't something that. They worked out and went, well, well, well that, looked, as, that looked all right.
0: As drivers were flying out of their vehicles. Yeah, smashing through windscreens. <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, I man, this seems to be... Uh, oh, sound makes them stop.
1: And Miller's did, just going...
0: Dave, did you know? No. John, did you know? No. Oh.
1: Do, oh, Do it again.
0: Every, every day a school day, innit? Oh, you learned something new.
1: Is that your sou- southern voice?
0: Oh, my southern voice. You know my southern voice. Hi, right, darling. How's it going? You all right? I sound like a proper native. I do. Don't sound very Dick Van Dyke at all. <laughs> I just do brick top. Feed him to the dogs, Errol.
1: I'd like to take this time to apologise to most of our listeners.
0: Yeah, because only people from the south can listen to podcasts. Is that what you're saying, Dan? Yeah.
1: They the, they they understand how to download things and how computers work, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs>
0: I'd like to take this opportunity to apologise to our northern listener because I know that he can download things, and you're not being very nice, Dan. Sorry, John. Sorry, John. Yeah. Should we move on? I think we should. Okay. Is it my pick number four now? We're on to you. My pick number four. Okay. So my pick number four is ah, oh, which way, which way around do I do this now? I'm gonna. I was thinking about putting this one as last because this one. I do think is like the best individual car stunt that has ever been done but I'm going to stick it forth because I've got much more to talk about about my fifth one oh. so uh this is we're going back to bond picture the scene james bond picture the scene james bond is in hot pursuit of scaramanga <laughs> <Just kidding laughs> right. I could talk over it, but I'm going to let you mm, enjoy mm, it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bond is in hot pursuit, as usual, and he steals a red AMC Hornet. Ooh. I didn't know. I had to look that up. I didn't know what kind of car it is, and I still don't. I've never heard of that. Uh, from a dealership showroom, complete with dealership customer uh, driving through the glass frontage to leave the forecourt. Uh, the dealership customer, by the way, was J.W. Pepper, Pepper, who made an appearance in. Um, The live and let die. And is also pretty much the same character he was playing in Superman 2. You know the guy? I do, yeah, yeah. Yeah? God God damn, boy! God damn, boy! Are you that spy boy from England? Uh, Who was uh, actually from Washington State and was not a southern guy at all, but anyway. uh, Was he pretending? he 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 was acting down. Wow. I know. Yeah. I mean, I feel a little bit betrayed. Yeah, who pre- so J.W. Pepper, who previously appeared in Live and Let Die as Sheriff Pepper, a good old boy from the Deep South who was purely there for comic relief, uh, but he was still absolutely brilliant. Uh, basically, playing the same character he played in Superman 2. Mm. Uh, and also, I think he started, uh, I think this one of those films started a career of him playing Southern sheriffs because he also played a Southern sheriff in the A-Team. Uh, and in the Dukes of Hazard, uh, Superman Two, I think Silver Streak maybe as well, but I don't know if that was before his first Bond appearance. I'm not sure. So did he like typecast himself? I think he was just so good at it. He pigeonholed himself. Yeah, I think he did do other work, but he had a lot of Southern sheriffs. Poor Pepper. Anyway, so they're going he down just this wanted road. Wanted to do Shakespeare. They're going down this road, and what? <laughs> just wanted to do Shakespeare. I just want to do Shakespeare. <laughs> Uh, anyway. I knew him, Horatio. <laughs> to be or not to be. Know what I'm saying? God damn. From flights of angels singly to thy rest. Anyway. Um, mm, Pull that out of your ass. I can do most of the to be speech.
1: Please oh. stop. Okay. Please stop. Our listenership, I'm not into that.
0: Anyway, back to the stunt. Uh, so yeah, so they're driving down the road... Uh, and I can't remember exactly what the details are, but they figure out they need to get onto the other side of this river. And Sheriff J.W. Pepper says that the nearest bridge was two miles back, and that there's no bridge across. So Bond whips the car around and starts to drive two miles back, and then out the corner of his eye, he spies this broken-down bridge that's all twisted and gnarled. So what does Bond do? Does he drive back the two miles? Does he? Fuck. He Bond ain't got time for that. Uh, no, he doesn't. No, yeah, it's true. He doesn't. And Sheriff Pepper wasn't into it. No. Uh, but James Bond, as we know, a little riot, as my wife would say. James Bond, as we know, up for anything. Yeah, so uh, so James Bond then uh, backs up. The sheriff says, you're not going to. And uh, Roger Moore in his best American accent says, I surely am, boy. And then they plow forward towards this broken down, gnarled bridge. And they do what I think is the best car stunt in cinema
1: history. Committed, committed to
0: sailor, Absolutely, uh, they. He takes off, spins through the air, 360 degrees, does a corkscrew, yeah. and lands on the other side of the bridge. I mean, it's it's obviously clearly and set they don't, up.
1: They don't cut. They don't cut. It's all done in that wire. No,
0: this is this is and and
1: because it's real, baby.
0: It's absolutely real. I think that this is one of the. One of the first examples where they used computer modeling to get the parts of the bridge correct. Shut your mouth. No. And and I presume to use the, to 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 model what speed they'd need to be going at because it would need to be very precise. You can imagine. If they were just going too slow and they they dropped down a bit or if they were just going too fast and they overshot. They'd end up landing on the roof yeah. or something. It would well they, they would they plow into the bridge. They wouldn't they wouldn't hit the, the bridge at the apex at where they need the to. Right angle, yeah. yeah. Um and it's it's yeah, it's just it's fantastic. And then they absolutely fucking ruined it by putting the sound of a swanny whistle over it. I think it goes
1: Yeah, slide whistle.
0: That's a swanny whistle.
1: Yeah. But it, it absolutely undermines...
0: Yeah, the the seriousness And I believe that the, the audio mixer, or whoever made that decision, has gone on record and said that that was the worst mistake of his career. I think. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he's held his hands up and said, yeah, that shouldn't be there. It totally undermines it, but it's still a fantastic stunt. What I would say is that... Just, just as the as the car is accelerating towards the bridge, if you're watching it on your TV, just have your finger over that mute button. It's only two seconds you need to mute, but yeah, it's an amazing car stunt.
1: Uh, I, I, the composer was called John Barry. I wanted to get his name.
0: No, but that's the music composer. That's John Barry. Uh, yeah, that's not the person who did the Swanee whistle. I don't think.
1: That's what this says. Does it really? That's what this.
0: Says. Oh my God! Was it John Barry?
1: John Barry is the composer, composer of. Composer John Barry later regretted adding the mood killing sound effect.
0: Oh!
1: Are we not going to. Do you not want to say fuck you, John Barry?
0: No, why? Is he fucked up. Oh, yeah. Oh, with this one he whistle. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, John Barry. No, John Barry's a legend. Not to Everyone's allowed to make a mistake. Well,
1: he, he made one.
0: Let me put it that way.
1: My number five is from the film. Baby Driver.
0: Yeah, I've seen that one.
1: Edgar Wright's Baby Driver. Absolutely. Which I um, I really, really
0: like. It's a fantastic film. I really, really Shame like. about some of the uh, the actors now. Uh,
1: what, the disgraced actors just, involved? Just the one. Yeah.
0: It's. I mean, but we, we can't
1: name him for legal reasons.
0: We need to talk about some stuff like that in another that podcast. Guy. Well, about ruined...
1: People that do bad things.
0: Yeah, Roel but... Harris. <laughs> that cancelled... Yeah, cancelled people. I think we need yeah. to talk about in another podcast. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Baby Driver, fantastic film. I l- I love Edgar Wright. I love almost all his work, uh, World's End not included. Uh, I wonder if we should go back and
1: uh, go back and watch it and see if there's there any kind of new appreciations that can be had?
0: No. Well, I I I think a
1: flat no. no, read my lips. No. Should we talk about car stunts?
0: Why would we want to talk about car stunts?
1: You're right, it's foolish of me. So in Baby Driver, there oh are some... God, banging on about fan, Baby Driver again. You know, the, lots and lots of car chases, lots and lots of um, fantastic manoeuvres in the car. Mm-hmm. And the one that I'll talk about is we see, beginning of the film, we've got the first escape from the bank job. So it's more of like one, one car manoeuvre inside of this mm-hmm. film and uh, whether it was used in trailers or not I'm not sure but right at the beginning of the film you got the first uh, bank heist and escape and during that getaway while they're being chased by the police the main driver, Baby, throws this car down an alleyway and he does this amazing kind of skid spin into reverse, turn again it's and he a, kind of he avoids this um, the, this uh, trailer truck.
0: It's like a back end drift and then a front end drift. Isn't yeah. It? So it's sort of like it swerves around one way and then yeah. swerves around the other way. It's very, I've never seen that as a maneuver. It's fantastic. And it is amazing. Yeah. Right? And yeah, it, w- and, it was really and, done,
1: wasn't and it? And the maneuver's real. If you go back and watch it again, check out where there are puddles on the ground because they're strategically there because they reduce the. The, the, the friction and the traction, um, and allow the car to move in that way. So yes, it was done for real. The car moves in that uh, in that way under the driver's control, but the trailer that it narrowly avoids. And the moving vehicle coming into the alley that it narrowly avoids are not oh, there. Are they added in post? They're added in post. Oh, and, that's it's very, right. and it's very well done. But yeah, the actual driving's real. And, you know, we're going back talking about Steve McQueen wanting to be really able to drive the car in that way. Uh, they trained the actor from Baby Driver, um, Ansel. Ansel. Yeah, he he went through rigorous training to learn how to do handbrake turns and drifts. Um, and I, I think that's great to put the actor oh, through that and if they want to do it um, you know I, I don't know why Tom Cruise gets a lot of uh, stick for you know uh, wanting to be able to do everything mm. of his own stunts but
0: I was going to raise the Tom
1: yeah rising
0: yeah I think it, which one the, the was it the last Mission Impossible I think I was I was watching a, a critique of some of the the driving in that and the stunts in that and and this guy was saying that Tom Cruise did an awful lot of that stunt driving himself. Yeah, and well, and very well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I, th- I, th- I always go into Tom Cruise films, going, oh, this is going to be crap," and then I come out going, "That was amazing," um, which is it's it's very peculiar. I, I, th- I've, I've been totally brought around to Tom Cruise's side. I don't know why. Yeah, I just I think he is. Uh, yeah. I
1: think he's he's as nice as Keanu Reeves. And if he or Reeves want to give us that 50K... Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. I will happily accept 50K from Tom Cruise. Thanks, guys. But not from Keanu. Keanu, I will will buy him a drink. I will not accept any money from Keanu. He's too nice.
1: Keanu, if you you want to give me the money, then we don't have to tell Gareth about it.
0: So just just to uh, go back to your uh, slide... Uh, yeah, it was used in the trailer that bit. Yeah, uh, but imagine. only like in and you'll miss it, sort of, or you know, part of it. I don't think you saw like the double slide. I think you saw like the first half mm. in the trailer.
1: Um, I'm also incredibly impressed by the editing for Baby Driver as well. Oh, it, it,
0: but, that, but that, but so that's what I like about Aiken perfect. Wright's films. Like, uh, I would say the yeah, the editing is perfect for Baby Driver. And also for Scott Pilgrim. Sp- Scott Pilgrim oh, yeah. is one of the tightest made films I think that I've ever seen. Going off on a tangent again here,
1: but it's also deliberate, isn't it? All of the yeah, every transition. That's what and I, every I mean. Cut. that's
0: what I mean? Is it's one of the tightest made. It's like every single shot element inside a shot. You know, like the fact that he goes into a toilet and has a pee bar. You yeah. Know, every every like just. Every single shot is perfectly choreographed and timed. I think that Edgar Wright is an amazing craftsman, uh, which is why it hurts so bad that The World's End was so shit. Oh, back on this. Yeah, no, never mind. Oh, well. Um, They they need to redo a third Three Favors Cornetto trilogy film (laughs) and do it better.
1: Well, that's me out. I'm out of. uh, I'm out of. um,
0: Just. Well we were on Edgar Wright. In in Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Yes. They have it's they're in an alternate universe. Oh yes, yes, yes. They have alternate versions of like movie posters and stuff on the wall. Did you see the Shaun of the Dead one in there? Do you know what it was?
1: I can't remember what it's
0: called. It's called From Dusk Till Shaun That's right. It's
1: fantastic. Yeah. It's well great. done. Well, well done, those done. people.
0: Chris Miller and Phil Lord, or whichever underpaid <laughs> intern came up with that gag because it was fantastic.
1: Mm. Right. And to all of the Korean people that did the animation.
0: All those Korean people, or Bangladeshi, I'm God not sure. God bless them. Or yeah. Indian, uh, yeah in the There's no
1: discrimination.
0: No. I'm looking forward to... Um, There's also no pay. Looking forward to the next one, actually. Right, my fifth and final... Say it ain't oh, so our final one. I've got to say it so because 'cause we've both got to go to bed so together. Tired. So um, I'm tired of this shit. It's so right, my fifth and final uh car stunt. It's not a car stunt. What did you one. say? You heard. My fifth and final stunt, uh which which is not a car stunt. It's uh it's uh, we'll we'll get to it. Terminator two. There's loads to pick from in Terminator 2. Yes. Absolutely loads. You could choose the bit where Arnie on the bike jumps off into the... Uh, the Is it an aqueduct? Yes. Uh, jumps off into the aqueduct. That's fantastic. Did that with a guy on a bike, a stuntman on a bike... Attached to wires off a crane coming down. It was fantastic. You could pick the bit where the the, the truck goes over on its side and then slams into the building and liquid nitrogen goes everywhere. You could pick the bit where the helicopter crashes into the back of the the truck. There's loads of car stunts in this. But the one I'm going to pick is just before that helicopter moment is when uh, the T-1000 is hunting through the wreckage of the first floor of Cyberdyne Systems just after they've blown up the first floor of Cy- Cyberdyne Systems. And he's, he goes... I think you see him go up in a stairwell on this on his motorbike, which I think yes. that's a fantastic little stunt all in itself, just tr- driving up a stairwell on a motorbike. Uh, yeah, he's in, his, he's in his motorcycle cop persona. Yeah. Uh, and he's... Uh, yeah, so he's hunting through the wreckage. You can see his helmet. You can see his helmet. Okay. Uh, and he somehow ascertains that they've left the building uh, and he spies a police helicopter circling around the outside of the building and he just, he guns the, 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 the motorbike towards the window, smashes out the window, grabs onto the the strut of the, uh, flies out the window, the motorbike goes crashing to the ground, he, he grabs onto the strut of the helicopter, headbutts the windscreen, and melting into the copter cockpit. Try saying that when you're pissed. Um, and the motorbike falls down onto a police car, and uh, yeah, and he, he turns to the pilot after he's melted through the, the windscreen and reformed inside. Uh, and he turns to the pilot and he says, Get out. And this guy just goes, Oh, yeah, okay. 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 <laughs> I don't think he even says anything. He just sort of nods and he steps out of the helicopter, probably to his death, but you know, well,
1: definitely was, to two broken
0: shins. Definitely to two broken legs, probably to a lot more than that. Yeah. Uh, but it's a fantastic scene, and and again, they did it for real. A bit like, a bit like a Baby Driver. The helicopter wasn't in the scene, but they a stunt driver did smash out the windscreen. Out sorry, out the window, uh, and and the bike goes flying. And I think that they are caught by some wires. I so, think. so
1: the the stunt driver's on wires. Stunt it, driver's on wires, the, but the, the motorbike not, isn't. No, so the nice. motorbike goes flying.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I um, suppose
1: that makes sense
0: yeah and I think that the reason that the stunt driver's on wires is because they need the stunt driver to stop as if the helicopter was there and then they filmed the helicopter there in a second pass mm. and then they composited those two elements together which you can kind of understand because a helicopter with, with blades flying around and you know yeah that's a bit a bit too dangerous the insurance wouldn't cover that one but yeah it's a fantastic scene uh, and fantastic film
1: um, a film of a different calibre. Calibre um, is Die Hard Four, <laughs> or Live, Live Free and Die Hard. Where yeah.
0: I they, know what you're going to say. I know what you're saying.
1: They fire a.
0: Did you just kill a helicopter with a car? Yeah, Justin Long. Yeah, Justin. I
1: really like that. It's that a great stunt. Bit, I like that bit.
0: Do you know what the film? Die Hard Four. The film is not that. Bad. It's grown on me incredibly.
1: It's Mainly not that bad. Maybe because five is so
0: five. <laughs> five is awful. um Four's not that bad. I think it suffers from they did that annoying Hollywood thing of where they thought they had to keep bringing the rating down to get more audiences in to get yeah. more figures. So yeah. it was like it was like a twelve or something like that. So, so when, he's,
1: when he says Kaye when he swears. He, and we don't do that. I'm not going to swear now. I mean, my mother's listening. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. Um, but when he fucking swears... Yeah? They, what, he what's fires, he fucking say? Well, he says, yippee Kaye, motherfucker. And he fires his gun at the On the F word, yeah. Yeah. He does. Uh, now, it's uh, hidden under the kaboom of these guns.
0: Very annoyingly, I bought the, uh, the DVD of the... I'm, I'm going to say they called it something like the uncut version. And it had more swearing in it. But all the swearing... Was dubbed over and done when the characters had their backs to camera. So you'd like you'd, so wow. you yeah, it was really annoying. That's lazy. It was really lazy, and it was really like I preferred not to have the swearing in because it was so badly done. I
1: tell you what, the, the first scenes of Die Hard Four with the, the people coming after Long's character. Do you remember all that? It's like all the parkour and stuff. No. It's, oh, that's good. Really good. I like. I said, good I'd, opening.
0: I didn't think terribly badly of it at the time, but what I did think was, it's not, it's not great. Die Hard. It's not no, good. It's die not. Hard.
1: One of the things I think it gets remembered for poorly is he climbs on top of a
0: into a Harrier jump jet. A Harrier, I think.
1: Harrier jump jet. Yeah. And that's it, we go beyond.
0: Yeah, we, we we jump the shark.
1: Yeah, McLean becomes almost you know super superhuman. At yeah, that point, exactly. Right? It's, it's like oh, Th- that oh, was oh dear.
0: That was the the, the good thing about and one. that
1: costs so much money to do that.
0: Yeah, and it was. Yeah, the the good things about one, two, and three were they were all grounded in reality. You know, yeah. like the, there was stuff that was out there, but it was within the bounds of you know, what's the expression? Suspension of disbelief.
1: Yeah, M- McLean is. Stubborn and uh, hard-headed and foolhardy and can't be stopped because he because he's a bit of a prick.
0: He's a bit of a prick and he's also. But like, in
1: four, he goes. Yeah, that moment he goes beyond that.
0: Well, in one, in one, he's he's got this real motivation of saving his yeah. his wife. Yeah, uh, and I suppose he's he's got the motivation in four, hasn't he? He's got the the daughter. Of course, four had Kevin Smith in it as well, didn't it?
1: I'm afraid it did. Hmm. I like Smith, but
0: I'd not d- as uh, an actor. No, or. I love a bit of Kim. Have you seen um, Clerks 3, by the way? No. It's all right. Oh. It is. Put it on it's the a list. A lot better than Reboot.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen that either. I avoided that, like, the play. I
0: want to like Reboot, but it's it's just, it's trying to be Jane and Bob Strike Back, and it is not. And that I like. Jane and Bob Strike Back is amazing. Uh, Clerks 3 is probably... His most like Clerks
1: one. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing it.
0: It's it's yeah. It's with with you know. It's most like Clerks one and Mallrats, kind of that era of his filmmaking. I mean, there's, there's a lot of reasons why it's very like Clerks one. But anyway, that's another matter.
1: I'm going to drag us back to vehicle stunts. Please do for the last, maybe honourable mention. Of the cast.
0: Oh, I've got a couple of, of them, the poddy, pod, but they're going to be small. Poddy, pod, pod, podcast. Podcast. Pod
1: podcast. Pod so um, yeah, motorcycle stunts <coughs> from No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. The kind of it was used in the trailer to good effect. It's the bicycle stunt that takes him, takes the the motorcycle rider up onto the oh yeah to the bridge.
0: Oh, that's good. You yeah. Know,
1: that again, much like Baby Driver. That shot is enhanced, but the actual stunt they don't they don't add any more height to that jump. Mm-hmm. That is done for rizzes, mm. for rizzle.
0: Okay, do you want my honorable mentions? As I well? need them. Okay, uh, so uh, I, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I, I love all that stuff around the, the, the well. There's a couple of bits. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the stuff around the tank, which is really good. Yeah. If you if you watch it and you're watching it. To appreciate the stunts, it's done. You can you can sort of see that it's all like done very very slowly, Um, but it's still it's a great sequence. Um, But going back to motorcycle stunts, uh, the bit where him and his dad are escaping uh, on a motorbike with a sidecar. Do you remember that? Yeah. And they they are chased by three or four Nazis on motorbikes. Nazi boys. And like one of, uh, Indy grabs a flagpole. Yeah. Uh, as you do, because they just come right out of the ground. They're fine, uh, and he uses it as a, a lance to, uh, to 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 go through the front spokes. Well, no, he, he takes one guy off the first with a lance, like a jousty man. Joust, yeah, yeah. It's a lance. It is. It's a lance, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like at a joust. So he takes one guy off, and then that that breaks it, breaks the the lance, yeah. the, the flagpole, and then another. Another Nazi and that was I was leading up to that, but you you, you jumped ahead, as always. You gotta get in first, haven't you? I um have,
1: I have been called premature.
0: So yeah, and then he uh, when that other Nazi's coming alongside him he chucks that through the spokes and yeah, then the it flips over end to end I like that. It's funny. And uh, I, if if
1: I remember correctly, I think doesn't he kind of uh, indie looks at his dad and he's got a big smile on his face of like, Look what I just did and his dad's just dis- almost disapproving of I mean, this is the Nazi bit... Nazi murdering ways.
0: Well, yeah, this is the bit where I think when Indy first comes to to uh, to save him and, he's like, and he shoots a Nazi and he's like, you've killed him, Junior, you've killed him. Uh, and my final honourable mention uh, was uh, Smokey and the Bandit. They did uh, yeah. a 70-foot bridge jump. I was, Do you know what I was trying to find earlier? I don't know whether it was Smokey and the Bandit or Cannonball Run. I watched a bit, a bit of that as well. Cannonball, Do you remember Cannonball Run? Yeah. Uh, and there's this one bit where... But Reynolds. Yeah, but Reynolds, again, smoking the bandit. But, um, uh, and Cannibal Run and Roger Moore, again. Mm. Oh, oh. No, I can't do Roger Moore. Can if it's early in the morning. Um, and Roger Moore. Uh, and Roger Moore is playing a Bond-like character. And I think him and a woman are in his Aston Martin and she flips an oil slick out the back. And this police car spins like a top. It's ridiculous how quick this car spins and then goes off the road. It's like I—if I, I, it had been, it, it was. It, it's an honourable mention. It was. It was really good. You need to have a look at it. Yeah, it's I good. Need to go back and watch that. Um, but yeah, the last honourable mention is, um, like I said, is uh, *Smoking the Bandit* when they jump over a ravine—a seventy-foot jump—in the Pontiac Trans Am Firebird. Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, but I was looking for, and I don't know if it's in *Smoking the Bandit* or possibly two or three. I'm sure I remember they drive underneath the truck. Do yes. you remember that? And yes. I think that's just a fantastic little stunt where they, you know, they've they've obviously custom built this truck to have enough headspace and wheelbase space yeah to fit a, an entire car just underneath it. But it's it's and you've got to be going so precise with the speeds. What are you looking at?
1: Um, I t- where, I, where I had to find a fifth one. Oh, yeah? I don't know what happened, but one of them's just fallen off of my list because I was going to do Fast and Furious 5. I don't want to know.
0: Okay. Yeah. No. no. So I think we're done. Well, you got anything more to say?
1: Um, Yeah. Um, Keanu, if you're listening, I need. That no, okay, stop it with the Keanu.
0: Right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you have been listening, if you haven't been listening, what the fuck? Um, and you'll never hear that. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, please do tell your friends and like, share, and subscribe.
1: I'm, again, like I'm not,
0: yeah, but it really not selling not, out. I'm not, you're not selling I'm not like anything. I'm a
1: corporate shill, man. On my own. Um, you do realise we don't work for a corporation. In fact, we don't work straight. for anything. This is free. Yeah. Freedom, man
0: live free or die hard <laughs> um yes yeah, so thanks for everybody for listening please like share and subscribe uh, we will hopefully be back very soon with another episode we hope you've enjoyed listening to us uh, talk about shit for
1: we've loved being in your ears so deep inside
0: so deep inside your ear canal <laughs> we hope that you enjoyed it uh and we hope that you come back and join us next time for when we talk more shit about stuff that we know very little about. Hopefully it's relatively entertaining.
1: I mean we are terribly ill informed. We are very ill informed. And now I suppose so are you. <laughs> yes.
0: We hope that we haven't made anybody less smart by listening to us, but there is a distinct possibility. Yeah,
1: we're infectious. Good night. Bye everyone. Bye. Can seriously I need that one.
2: That's
1: very rough, Harris <laughs> oh, <dang. laughs> How to he? You tricked us They all
0: tricked us from back then. They all did.
2: Anyway.